Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've ever heard the slogan, a diamond is forever, then a 1940s marketing campaign is still doing its job. The line was coined by an ad woman working with the agency that was with De Beers Group. They're the company credited with almost single-handedly popularizing diamonds and engagement rings from the late 1940s onwards. Yep, that trend isn't even a century old. De Beers spent decades building a global empire, and some would call it a cartel, around diamond mines that they owned in countries like South Africa. So why did they purchase more than 3,000 square miles, and that's about 7,800 square kilometers, of Atlantic seafloor near the coast of Namibia in 1991? It's simple. Not all diamonds are found on dry land. Many turn up in sediments below the ocean's surface. You just have to know where to look. Carbon is a wonderfully versatile element found in Earth's crust, atmosphere, and all living things that we know of anyway. It's also well represented in jewelry stores. Diamonds are made of carbon atoms that have been subjected to extremely high temperatures and pressures. The crystals usually have eight sides before being cut, but six and 12-sided specimens are out there too. Inside a diamond, every individual carbon atom shares a strong bond with four others, which makes diamonds ridiculously hard. Rub one of these gems against almost any other known material, and it'll leave a scratch mark behind. Asteroids can create the intense heat and pressure needed to produce diamonds when they strike the face of our planet. Such impact diamonds are pretty rare, though, and they tend to be small. You're way more likely to find a diamond from deep within the Earth forged somewhere in the ballpark of 90 to 500 miles under the surface. That's around 140 to 800 kilometers. And the ocean may have played an underappreciated role in the history of our world's diamond supply as well. Many diamonds contain small quantities of salt. For years, geologists wondered if this originally came from seawater. A study published in the journal Science Advances in 2019 bolstered this hypothesis. It turns out that when a blend of marine sediments and the volcanic rock peridotite experience high heat and tremendous pressure in a laboratory setting, you get something that looks an awful lot like the salts trapped inside some diamonds. What's this mean for the real world, though? According to the paper's authors, their experiment suggests that most diamonds come into being after chunks of seafloor are dragged into Earth's mantle via plate tectonics. Some of the minerals taken from the ocean during this process crystallize into gems. Volcanic eruptions later bring the diamonds up to the planet's surface, or pretty close to it. Now, the study mentioned above doesn't explain why De Beers and other groups are hunting for diamonds off the African coast. Those stones were more likely carried out to sea by river currents. Namibia's southern border is defined by the mighty Orange River. For millions of years, it's been grabbing a hold of diamonds from mainland deposits and relocating them elsewhere on the continent. Only, sometimes, this river ferries the stones all the way out to the ocean. Since the 1960s, treasure seekers have been dredging up diamonds by the coastlines of northwestern South Africa and southern Namibia. In 2018, nearly 75% of the latter country's total diamond output came from ocean-based mining operations. Most of these gems are harvested at depths of 400 to 450 feet, that's about 120 to 140 meters, below sea level. To accomplish this, sediments from the ocean floor are sucked up into a remote-controlled crawler vehicle that scuttles across the seabed. 
fitted with mechanical arm, it sends diamond-laden payloads to the main vessel up above, where machines separate out the crystals. Drones and two-person submarines have both been used to help these ships find diamond-rich areas beneath the waves. Unfortunately, though, dredging campaigns can have long-term consequences for aquatic wildlife. As ecologist Kirsten Thompson told CNN in 2018, the waters off the coast of Namibia are an important area for a high diversity of resident and migratory species, such as sharks, whales, dolphins, and seals. Marine mining removes part of the seabed with heavy machinery, and habitat recovery from this type of disturbance can take decades. Gathering these ocean diamonds by hand with hired divers in small boats is another option that's been executed in recent years. Today's episode is based on the article, Are There Diamonds in the Ocean? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.